Welcome to the Tejas Law PLLC podcast and video blog. This show is brought to you by Tejas Law PLLC, a defendant's law firm guiding you to a new beginning. You can email us at service at tejaslaw.com or find us at www.tejaslaw.com. Warning. This show contains live recorded footage. Parental guidance, although not generally necessary, is suggested. All right, welcome to the Teach Us Law Show, where the topics are random, the jokes don't make sense, and your host may not be coherent. Every show is comprised of a 22-minute segment, which revolves around a topic drawn randomly from a hat of legal topics. Each guest is given one week to prepare, and we use a rapid-fire method of discussion. Are you guys ready? Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you do? Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I just want to finish it. <laughs> is this making you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why. I don't know. Why would I, I talk to you on the day? You, but... didn't, you didn't bring a bottle of water with you. What happens if it gets very uh, very hot in here? She's going to steal yours. No, no. Coronavirus. <laughs> Pam is leaving the room to get a bottle of water. We were recording this live the entire time. No, you were not. Yes, I was. Oh, Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh we, we've been started. Okay, okay. Let's start. We're pumping out. <laughs> pumping out. <laughs> all right, welcome to the TJ Slaw Show. This is Sahil Patel. How are you all doing today? Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, this is our second show. We have Carla and Pamela live with us today. Uh, and as always, this is be- being recorded live. There will be no edits at the end of this, and it will be put onto iTunes, Spotify, and whatnot. Um, I ask that you do not, under any circumstances, find Carla or Pamela on Facebook and start stalking them. No <laughs> with that being said, as always, we've given um, all of our, uh, co- um, for lack of a better phrase, contestants um, about eight to ten questions each that they've had a couple of days to prepare with. Um, <laughs> now, what they don't know is that um, they're allowed to take notes, but they're not allowed to use their notes while we're doing this. So I'm going to ask for their notes, and they're going to they're gonna pass them to me. Um, so uh, Carla has given me her notes. Uh, Pam is being a little hesitant, um, so she can pass me her notes as well. <laughs> I have their notes in my hand. Uh, and today's goal really isn't to um, discuss law itself, uh, but just to get an idea of what it is to be an uh, office manager slash paralegal slash whatever you want to call it in a uh, law firm. So first and foremost... Um, you guys want to introduce yourself? Carla, why don't you go first? Like, hello. Well, I'm Carla Castillo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I am a paralegal here in Tejas Law. Okay, cool. And uh, what about you, Pamela? Hi, my name is Pamela. I've been uh, two years working in Tejas Law. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm a paralegal too and office manager. Okay, all right, awesome. Where are you guys from originally? Carla, where are you from? I uh, was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Awesome. What about you, Pam? Also in Puerto Rico. <laughs> awesome, cool. All right, so with that being said, we're going to get started. The way it's going to work today is I'm going to ask you guys questions. Um, I would ask that both of you answer the questions, not together, obviously. <laughs> uh, but what I'll do is I'll point at one of you, uh, at, at one of you um, or I'll just ask you directly. Uh, if you guys want to stop each other and, and, and jump in at any point, feel free to. But we're going we're gonna to get this thing started right away. Um, would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses. Carla, go ahead. <laughs> I I would much rather fight, uh, fight a horse-sized duck. Why? Because you just 
you know, take them down once and you don't have to worry about it 99 other times. But I mean, horses are big. You do you do understand how big a horse is. Yeah, right? but I mean, if you just have the strength to take them down once, stab them or whatever you have to do, then you're done. All right. How much do you think a horse weighs? 600 pounds. She's pretty right, actually. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what, what about a duck? How much? How big do you think a duck? Um, how, how much do you think they're it weighs? They're tiny. They're like 35 pounds. Pam, did you rehearse this? I don't no. know. No, I actually looked this up. Yeah, she, like, she looked this up already. <laughs> She's like, yes, horses weigh 632 pounds on average. She, she really went deep into this yes. question So, here. Pam, what, what about you? Would you prefer to fight 100 uh, duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? I think uh, one horse. Why? I don't know. What do you mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you a question. You, ask, you can't just ask her a question back on me. I mean, by the time that you're done with your hundred little ducks, yeah, you're so you tired. Yeah, they or something. Yeah, but you guys do understand that you. a horse is like 600 pounds, right? Yeah, I, I feel know. like you're thinking horses are like a building size. They're not. They're. You do understand that one one kick from a horse could literally break your jaw. But wow. it's a duck. It's not a horse. I understand that, but ducks have feet too. I mean, right? Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna be as hard as. And and ducks have beaks, like you know, they they, they poke things with their beak. You run That's away. Right. What do you mean you run away? Run and away. the other thing is, the other thing is, ducks, duck-sized ducks, they can't really run that far. I mean, because they have short little legs, so they, they don't really don't. They they just wobble. But horses, or horse-sized ducks, they 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 go. So so, you really can't outrun a horse-sized duck. Oh, I will try. What wow. do you mean you'll try? I love your questions. Thank They're you. really, really good. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, as you, as our listeners will find out from time to time, they'll realize how smart I am, how much of a genius <laughs> oh I am. Uh, but, but enough of that uh, later. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of bring this back to the the role of law here. Uh, we work at a firm called Tejas Law in downtown Orlando, literally located at 11 North Summerlin Avenue. Um, Pam and Carla are our office managers. They they, they run the operation. Um, they handle various tasks. Um, so my, 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 I guess my question to you should be, uh, first to Pam, um, why TGIS Law PLLC? Why not? Why not TGIS Law? Um, I love working here. It's a family environment. It's an energy positive uh, environment. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too. I love your politically correct answers. Uh, <laughs> Carla, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with Pam. I definitely, when I started working here, I was very well welcome. I, it was like I was invited into the family. I was adopted, and it was it was great. Like she said, it's. I mean, it, Josh is a very smart attorney. So are you, Sahil? You guys are <laughs> teaching us very very well. Yeah. I mean, we, we learn a lot from you guys. So you it's always good to be taught every day. Okay, so if you had to describe, I shouldn't even say describe, if you had to tell me who your favorite teammate is, who is your favorite teammate, Carla? Taco. Fuck. <laughs> oh Pam, my God. Who Taco. is your favorite teammate? Well, you know, um, me? everybody is uh, my favorite, but I love Sahil since day one. Yeah. She's my food partner. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. For the people that don't know, Taco is our office dog, and she's amazing. I mean, how can you pick anybody over her? Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, so Taco is adorable. She is a 65-pound golden retriever, 100% golden retriever. She's uh, one lazy dog. Um, she literally just sleeps around all day. Uh, if you are, uh, I guess, in the area, want to come and visit, um, after obviously all this coronavirus craziness is gone, uh, feel free to come and visit. Um, just let us know, and we'll make sure that uh, Taco is available for you. 
Um, all right. With that being said, we're gonna we're gonna jump to our next question. Um, what it is? What is it that we as a team do that sets us apart from other law firms that you've worked at in the past? Carla, go. We care. Okay. We care about our clients. We try and find the best option for them, even if it's not the best thing for the law firm. It's the best thing for them. So. I give, give me an example. Like like, what do you go out of their way to buy the milk or something or? No, for instance, a lot of clients call and they want to do a bankruptcy, but it's not always their best option. And we could be jerks and be like, yeah, pay us and we'll do the bankruptcy, even though we know it's not the best thing for them. But we usually tell them, you know what, you could do have other options. We'd rather you do that. If that doesn't work out, then come back to us. So I've always appreciated that. Okay. Pam, what about you? For me, the most important thing is the environment in the office. We care about the clients also we care about each other uh, we that's that's what I like about this uh, I used to work in another law firms here in downtown when I moved here from Puerto Rico and they don't have this this environment like this positive environment and the other firm that I used to work in Puerto Rico it was like this it was a family and that's how I like it that's what I think they set us apart like a law firm okay cool good answers uh, so today is uh, April, what the hell is it? April 3rd. Uh, it is literally, uh, I believe, like, what, 12 hours, uh, 24 hours since um, Governor DeSantis passed the uh, ruling basically saying stay at home. Um, we are an essential business, so we are here today. Um, so my, 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 I guess, question or my conversation right now is going to kind of stem towards the coronavirus. So my, um, I guess, question is, what are your thoughts on the coronavirus situation currently? Um, anyone can, can answer that. For me, just be prepared for any situation that is happening. Right now, the economy is going down. So when you get the check, save that money. Don't spend on stupid things. Like, be intelligent with this situation because it, this is going to be more, it's going to get more time. So what you're essentially saying is do not go to the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Don't okay. go to the bars. Carla, were your thoughts on that? I mean, it is a scary situation. I don't think um, a lot of people are not prepared for it, and they are going to have a very big negative impact from it. So, yeah, like Pamela said, save your money as much as you can. Whenever you do get any resources, save them and use them however best works for your family versus don't be selfish with it, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool, awesome. All right, what are your thoughts on a beer corona? Because I know <laughs> that there's a lot of confusion going on. Especially like for shoppers, <laughs> wow. they're they're so against the coronavirus that they're not buying Corona beer. Poor Corona beer, I love it. It's right. refreshing for it the. It is beach. very refreshing, right? <laughs> and I agree. Well, I don't understand a lot of people that they give Corona Light a bad reputation, I don't but know it, it's actually a really good beer. You put a little lime wedge in yeah. it, you turn it upside down. You put it's a, a really seat damn outside your house, exactly. patio, and that's it. You know? Perfect. I like the way Pam thinks. Carla, your thoughts? <laughs> I'm not a beer drinker, you know, I'm, okay. a, I'm a straight liquor <laughs> person, so I don't really have much thought of the Corona beer. So, so you know, there's a, there's a, there's a drink that I used to get at the uh, strip, I mean, the bar, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. and it was, it was basically a, a hard, I forgot what it was, a hard alcoholic beverage with a upside down Corona in it, and as you drank the, the, the liqueur, the Corona uh, light beer would um, siphon itself into... Mm -hmm. Uh, well, yeah, and, and in the state of Texas, they do that a lot with margaritas. With margaritas, mm -hmm. uh -huh. they put bad. a Corona in the margarita and then they drink it. I mean, it's really to mess you up and so you can go straight to bed. <laughs> you know, black out. <laughs> black out. Yeah. All right. So what you're essentially saying is coronavirus bad, Corona beer good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. 
Uh, so we are located in downtown Orlando. What is, what is it that you guys like about downtown Orlando? I'll, I'll, I'll kind of jump into this question as well. I'm originally from New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey. Um, I spent my entire life in Jersey. Um, uh, in 2006, uh, after my father passed away, I bought a house in Edison, New Jersey. So I went from this urban city environment to the suburbs. Um, and then in my in my early 30s, I decided that I wanted to torture myself with law school and decided to, to basically come down to Florida. Um, I ended up falling in love with Florida, uh, mainly because of the fact that I lived in downtown Orlando. Um, downtown Orlando to me is like an up and coming city. New York City. It's still small enough to manage, mm -hmm. yet still large enough that there's plenty of activities to do. Um, I love the environment. I love the fact that Lake Eola is so safe and, and broad and really you can find a lot of things out there. Um, they have these we, these amazing farmers markets on the weekends and um, me being who I am, I love eating the free samples. Um, <laughs> but but I'm sure there's other things that you guys can tell me about downtown Orlando that I, I haven't found yet. Well, I like the do you know the activity that they do in Lake Eola Park with the movies? Yes. That's the, that's what I like here. The different diversity things activity that they have here, and also like the bars and food, <laughs> uh, walking over here to the park, or if I want to go to get a drink next year, I can go walk. What is your favorite food to eat in downtown Orlando? <laughs> well, Sahil, you know, pizza is my favorite thing. <laughs> but, oh, gringos logos. Oh, my God, those tacos are double D's are the... <laughs> <laughs> um, are so good. I think car? the gyros, oh, gyros down here are good. Oh, everything is good here. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The gyros are really good. Uh, Chilean tacos are really good, too. Oh, they have my really God, good the nachos. Mm -hmm. the or the Caesar taco. But downtown does have a lot of art. And, you know, if you walk around, you do see a lot of art everywhere. Even Lake Ayola itself has a lot of art. So if you're into art, definitely come look at them here. Okay, what possessed you guys to get into the legal industry? Why the legal industry? You could have you could have been in any office position anywhere, but why the legal industry? Okay, let me tell you my story. I <laughs> never in my life would thought that I want to be a paralegal. At first, I want to be a pharmacist. I don't know why, because I don't like science. But uh, <laughs> uh, I started working when I was 18 years old in a law firm in Puerto Rico, um, Izquierdo San Miguel. It's in San Juan. They do PI, that's personal injury cases, federal and state. Um, I started there like a clerk, filing, doing basic stuff. But there was one paralegal, the old lady, Carmen, love you <laughs> if you're hearing <laughs> this. Uh, she told me everything about the paralegal stuff. But then I move here and I'm doing bankruptcy, but I like it. I, since that day that I started working at that law, law firm, uh, uh, my patient was going to law. What about you, Definitely. Um, I did. Um, I love it. I love learning new laws. I love hearing attorneys talk about laws and arguing back and forth about different things. It's definitely a career that you have to keep learning it's not something that you learn once and you stop because there's always new laws and new things coming out so it helps you it helps you keep your brain active so that's definitely why i like it the, the things that i like more is, is the trials yeah definitely Closing and opening statements from attorneys oh my god mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely <laughs> it's it's a good career uh, yeah it's definitely a good career to go after if you want to get smarter by the day mm -hmm. so if if there was somebody listening in right now who um let's say in high school or in college just didn't really know exactly where they wanted to go with their life or their career 
what is it that you would tell them to consider the legal profession? Uh, what is it like one sentence, one quick thing that you would tell them a tip in terms of considering the paralegal profession? I say go for it. It's it, it's uh, you think it's difficult, but it's simple. It's the day you're learning and learning and learning, reading. If you like to read, obviously. But I think the paralegal industry is a good industry. Um, if you want to be an attorney, you can escalate to be an attorney. But it's up to you. I think people can do paralegal stuff. You definitely do have to be focused. Um, it ha it's a job where you, you do have to be focused and you do have to take criticism well. If you don't do something right, you, they will let you know and you mm -hmm. can't take it the wrong way. You do have to accept it and learn from it. Okay. Um, we deal with all kinds of clients every day. We deal with uh, angry people. I don't want to say slow people, but people who just don't understand the concept of, of debt uh, to uh, assets, uh, people who um, just really don't know what's going on when it comes to the legal industry, it, just in general. Um, they don't have the basic uh, know-how. Um, and It's not really their fault. They, they were never taught or whatever it might be. But what I'm trying to say is we get all kinds of walks of life. We, we get all angry people, happy people, whatever it is. Um, we've all dealt with angry, upset clients. So I, I, what I want to do is I just want to quickly hear about your nightmare client and how you, as an individual, went above and beyond to take care of that client or that you didn't take care of that client, whatever it was. Okay, you, who's going to start? <laughs> I don't think we have angry clients. Once they become our clients, I feel like it's a side of relief for them so they don't really get angry. We have angry calls coming in i mean we have people who receive one of our letters and they call us and they curse us out and tell us that we're wrong and we don't know what we're talking about and i, I think that's when it gets really bad because us too we just have to kind of stay calm and explain to them like hey you didn't pay your credit card or you didn't pay this or that Th this is what's going to happen and they hate us for it but <laughs> but once you give the information they're like oh that's right. I <laughs> didn't pay that credit card. <laughs> and that's how you like, we, I'm, I stay calm. Carla, stay calm. We have to stay calm. Um, we don't have to, we, ha we don't have to expose them like we are angry at them anything. But I had a one time uh, uh, client, nightmare client, uh, when I started working here, uh, I think I was five months working here. And sh the client didn't know that their heart her husband didn't make the payments to the bills so she went calling me and angry at me because she was in bankruptcy and whatever whatever but I was so calm and I was like God <laughs> give me patience for this woman because I know her situation she didn't know that her husband did wasn't making the payments so I she started crying and yelling and yelling at me I say okay lady don't worry we will try to help you and then I told Josh <laughs> what happened <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely situations where they want to blame us for, you know, mm -hmm. whatever situation they're going through when in reality we're just trying to help them. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So um, the purpose of this podcast is really just to spend 22 minutes, uh, well, really 22 plus minutes to talk about um, random things within the legal industry. Uh, and we did a podcast just a couple of days ago with uh, Joshua Tejas. Today we've got uh, Pamela Vargas um, and Carla Castillo. Uh, and typically the way they work is we'll, we will give them 
um, anywhere between eight and 12 questions, uh, usually about a week before uh, in terms of preparation. Um, they are not allowed to read uh, their answers off of a piece of paper. Uh, sometimes we will ask uh, rather odd questions, but that's just to keep um, everyone um, on their toes, especially the listeners. Um, I can understand that sometimes uh, podcasts can be uh, rather boring. Um, with that being said, we are almost done. Um, we are over the 25-minute uh, mark. Um, so yes, today's uh, podcast went by very, very quickly, but I do have one last question. Um, and to our audience, uh, this is a question that they have not heard in the past. Um, and you will see this happen fairly often where I will ask a question that is just so random, uh, just so ad- out there in the universe. Uh, and we will spend the next few minutes uh, on this topic. Uh, to my guests, uh, feel free to laugh, um, cry, uh, whatever you want. They're both laughing right now. <laughs> I'm uh, scared. Carla is red as a tomato. His questions are weird. <laughs> Always. <laughs> so um, here's, here's the question. You guys ready? Oh, my God. It's very, very short. I'm, I'm going to say it twice. Give me a shot of vodka. There's no shot of vodka. <laughs> is cereal soup why or why not? What? I'm going to say it again. What? <laughs> okay, repeat it slowly. Is cereal soup why or why not? You know what cereal is, right? No, it's not. But it's what? not a soup. How is it not a soup? It's milk. Well, and the milk is what is soup? What is soup? Like soup usually water, has some type of vegetable or water, no. chicken or noodles. No, no, not at all. It has a broth. <laughs> soups usually have a broth. No, you can have soup with water in it. They have they have cream-based soups. Oh my god. <laughs> but they have a broth. If you're gonna cook a good soup, it's gonna have a broth. You clam, can't put broth. Clam chowder. In clam chowder is is a is a cream-based soup. Yeah, Lobster bisque is a cream-based soup. Why this question? Just no. <laughs> because I want to know the answer. Just no. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, cereal is more of a breakfast soup. Is more. Of Wait, a dinner. you're saying that cereal <laughs> can only be eaten for breakfast? Yeah. There's plenty of people who I I last night for dinner I had cereal. Yeah, that's right. I ate cereal. Yeah, I had Oreos. I had regular not Oreos. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, Cheerios. I wish there were Oreos, but I had Cheerios, so I don't have a heart attack. But that's what they're really for. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think cereal is a soup just because it's liquid. I mean. No. But like, like, let's let's talk about a soup. A soup is what? A soup is something that is is edible in a liquid form. It has some certain solids in it. Is that correct? Well, for me, soup is hot. Cereal. That's true. But what about what about like gazpacho? Gazpacho is, is a Mexican soup. It's cold. I don't know. I don't know. Never I had it. I never heard it. So there's plenty know. of cold soups in this world. Yeah, because yeah, gazpacho is delicious and cold. I'm probably butchering the name, but it's it's a it's an actual Mexican soup that's served oh cold. No, I don't know. I think cereal is cereal with milk, and that's it. <laughs> but then what about people that can't have milk? Uh, it's I mean, are they going to do the cereal with water? I mean, that sounds disgusting. I mean, I, I know people who do cereal with water, yeah, or cereal with, like, lactose-free, dairy-free. Well, yeah, there's such, I don't think they'll do it with water. I mean, that's just... So, again, the question is, is cereal soup? No. I don't think so. All right, so we have... If you're listening now, I don't know why you'll be listening now. You missed <laughs> oh a goddamn God. episode. Uh, but um, we're asking, is cereal soup? And Pamela is saying... No. Carla is saying... No. And I am saying yes. <laughs> why? Uh, because if you think about it, soup, it doesn't matter if it's hot or cold. It doesn't matter if it's savory or sweet. It is a liquid substance that has uh, edibles inside of it. Edibles in terms of solids. And cereal is the same exact thing. So to me, cereal is soup. Doesn't matter if it's sweet or milk-based or whatever. There's plenty of milk-based soups. There's plenty of cold soups. There's plenty of spicy and sweet soups. So yes, I do think soup is in a category uh, that includes cereal. But 
you know, agree to, to disagree. Yes, I, I guess we agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, with that being said, thank you very much, and uh, we will see you at our next show. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank okay, you. Thank you. Bye-bye.